Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Greetings, welcome inside. Final hour of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Head down the stretch, they come. <laughs> uh, right now, only MLB game going on. Dodgers lead the Pirates 4-2 uh, as the Dodgers bat in the bottom of the eighth inning. Uh, they are trying to keep pace with the Giants, who once again beat the Mets. Uh, the Dodgers are on the cusp of going 30 games over 500, and they're still four games back of the Giants. Uh, the, we, we said it last hour. The Giants' success makes no sense. It's a bunch of guys in their mid-30s who are hitting 50. 15 home runs, got about 40 RBIs. 
guys, but they're getting it consistently throughout the lineup. Their pitching is all guys in their mid-30s that are just doing enough. Uh, it doesn't make sense. This is the exact opposite of how you would build a team to win in Major League Baseball, right? This is like Moneyball would look at this and go, oh my God, this is awful. But yet, this is what's working, and the Giants show no signs of slowing down. Here we are in the dog days of August, and they just keep winning, and uh, they had some kind of success story when it's just a bunch of Jags on this team. Though I will say, if you're being honest and you're being realistic, if you're voting MVP for this year in Major League Baseball, it's probably Brandon Crawford. I mean, there's other guys out there, and I get the sexiness factor of Fernando Tatis Jr. There's other players having big seasons, but when you look at who's having the big season for the best team, it's hard to go away from Brandon Crawford, who's 1970. He's hitting over 300. He's got a war of five. Uh, That's a really difficult thing to overcome to say, hey, maybe this other guy deserves it a little bit more. I don't know. I'm looking at 299, 34, 75, and electrifying, and one of the stories you want to build in baseball. Because remember, as much as merit counts in all of this, much like what we were talking with Tim Tebow in that story, right? If merit mm-hmm. counts, but there's also a, is there a narrative to be pushed here? Yeah, no, there's a worse. narrative. And you're, so, you're, you're also you know, talking it, about a team that may not make the playoffs. Can you be the MVP if you're not making the sure. playoffs? I mean, that's tough. You can. That's tough, Why man. can't you? That's tough. Because it's not player of the year. It's most right, valuable but you're all, But you're also looking at a team that's got a lot of guys that look uh, a lot alike in that lineup. Yeah, but so the one guy just, that doesn't look alike is Brandon Crawford. He's the guy that stands out out of all of them. Why? His stats aren't any anything to – I mean, yes, he's, he's hitting got, better he's than 250. 30, he's got 30 more RBIs than anybody, and he's the only guy hitting over 250. <laughs> everybody else is guy, Yeah, two guys 40, in the lineup. Yes, I know. I, I get that. <laughs> we established that before. But, uh, again, it's, it's, to the, it's more of a team award. Right. Would be with the argument for the Giants. Can we just give it to everybody because they all contributed? No, I mean, it's splitting MVP votes all over the place. So, yeah, I'll still put my bid uh, behind Fernando Tatis, even if he's only played 90 games. Sure, sure, and then they finish out of the play. Still, let's give it to him. it's like it's like giving it to Steph Curry if they don't make the playoffs. I mean, really, you can it, you you could not make the playoffs if you had him. You could not make the playoffs with him. It's that's what if, if baseball wanted to say, hey, we're going to make a Player of the Year award too, which I think they should. You know, may, maybe officially make it like the Hank Aaron Player of the Year award or something like that. You know, they already have an award named after him, obviously. But if you want to say, here's the MVP and here's another a Player of the Year award, okay, great. That's a guy that had the best season, but MVP. He is MVP, and you gotta. Your team kind of has to do something if you're going to be the MVP, right? How can you, we're so valuable? Where'd you finish? Well, we we, we missed the playoffs. Oh, oh, okay. So, yeah, it's kind of hard for me to say you're the MVP. You got to do something. You got to achieve a little bit. You got to achieve, and it may not be your fault. And I understand that today. What's Fernando Tatis do not doing? Junior doing? No, I understand that. But right, still. the big the big hit on him is he's missed 30 games. Yes, and he's terrible defensively. And 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 his team is not is Nobody not cares going about to win. defense. What are you talking about? His fielding does not matter. <laughs> How many times I have to tell Haven't you? Haven't we Art talked Howe? about that forever? <laughs> How many times are you going to tell you, Art? How his fielding does not matter. Uh, no. So what does he do? Are, 
<laughs> gets on base. <laughs> Guys, if you don't say it, look at your notes. I'm going to point to Pete again. Uh, so, yeah, no, I get – look, Fernando Ortiz is fantastic. And you talk about talent, what he's doing. But, yeah, there are some things you can ding him for. And, and But, but chief among them is I, you kind of have to achieve. You know, if saying, Steph Brownie Curry – Crawford's tied for 61st in home runs. If It doesn't matter. It's not, it's not a home run award. You know, if you wanted to make it the home run award, okay, well, then give it to Fernando Ortiz. tied Tatis. for 28th awesome. amongst RBIs. Okay, doesn't matter. But what what is he doing? Who, th- this is the team that is playing the best, and he stands out the most. Right, he's leading the team in every category. He's leading. He's and and, and they're thirty five games over five hundred. He is tied yeah, for for tenth in batting average. Okay, yeah, okay, I'll but give he's, you that. But he's up. He's got seventy RBI, which is re, which is really good. I mean, it's not it's not the number of some other players, but still, it really is is. Are you going to give the MVP to Ozzy Albies? Right? Is, is Aguilar going to get the MVP? The guy plays for the Marlins, and they're they're forty games under. Well, five. Brian okay. Reynolds or Jesse yeah. Winker, yo. Yeah, they'll pass the Mets any day, so they will be that. But it, it's hard. Look, you got to achieve, right? The I, I'm just, I'm just saying, pal. the NL, NL vote would be very interesting. Yeah. No, it will right, be. It to really decide be. how they're going to approach this. Because a lot of the guys that are really having years that you could argue are better uh, than, than Crawford uh, are on losing teams. Mm. And some of them are on woeful teams. So yes. I, I guess yes. Winker might get a little bit of love if the uh, Reds sneak into the playoffs. Look at Jesse Winker at 24 and 71. Well, 24, 71, yeah. 307 batting average. I meant to tell you. Yeah, Jesse look, hey, Winker. Br- Brandon Crawford is third in war in all of Major League Baseball. Oh, okay, so you. that's a big deal. That's a big deal now, right? I mean, you want to talk? Okay, well, he's The guys here, that are voting here. for MVP don't know what war means. No, sure. They, are you kidding? They all know now. They don't know what they, they don't know what runs are. You know, and they're like, well, I don't know. Runs? What does that mean? Well, you that know who's tied mean. for first in war. <laughs> Let's uh, go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your guy. Your guy is tied for first. Yep, Jr. Right. He and? He is. He is. Max. Muncy. Yeah, yeah, I know. 26 home runs, 70 RBI. Yeah. 274 batting average. Yeah. I mean, Tatis Jr. also has 23 stolen bases. See what mm. I'm doing for you here? Yeah, but he's missed a bunch of games, buddy. He's missed he's missed 20-some-odd games, man. That's a lot of games. It's a lot of games to miss, man. I mean, he's going to wind up playing in, what, 120 games this year probably? That's okay. not enough. That's not seventy-five percent threshold. You can't play one hundred and twenty games. Hey, but this goes back to the story that we've had for Field of Dreams and all these other things, buddy. What's moving the needle in Major League Baseball? Your guy Crawford or Fernando oh, no, Tatis no, I'm not, Jr. I'm not spinning that, that wheel no, 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 on listen. that chain? Come on! I'm not man. arguing about moving the needle. Clearly, that's Fernando Tatis. They all Jr. go no, hand no. in hand, buddy. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, no, I'm giving, we're all I'm in the circle singing "Kumbaya," no, trying to figure out how stop. to grow this game. Brand- Crawford ain't doing it. You want to make it a popularity contest? That's what you want to do. And I, when, when you you got to you know you got to sit down with the people. Peter Brands of the world and understand just what the impact of certain guys are all across the diamond. You got to sit with Jonah Hill in that really craptastic A's video room and go over and look and see exactly what appeals and what actually affects the game. You got to do that now. Okay, as I look at uh, 25th in uh, on base percentage, 
368 <laughs> for your guy. Uh, I, I had to do it. I, I Dude, had to look. 1970. He's hitting over 300. His war is five. His team is 35 games over five. He's the only guy having a good year on his team. Yeah, that's a guy that can no, win the MVP. No, there's Buster Posey. He's one of the feel-good stories of 2021. <laughs> hey, he's 15, 40, and 250. They're, they all are. They're all the same guys. They're like they're like that's like having a team full of Mets, except instead of 15 home runs. It's six home runs. Instead of 40 RBIs, it's 30. Instead of hitting 250, it's 210. All right, but they're the same thing. Here's the the best stat of the world, though, right? So looking at going through and, you know, looking at eligibility and popping around these stat sheets, because this is fun. Um, Only two catchers currently have enough plate appearances per game to qualify for the batting average. (laughs) <laughs> Wilson Contreras and Salvador Perez. Good luck, everybody. That's it. <laughs> Twitter it out about a fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Now, look, a bit more on the conversation we had a few minutes ago about Trevor Lawrence because, look, no one is talking about him, right? We, we've gotten into this. No one cares about him right now. For a guy who was all we could talk about for two and a half years now, he is far down the list of the most intriguing topics in the National Football League. Now, only one thing is going to make him a star, and that's if he starts out great and he's three touchdowns a week the first year, suddenly he's got 12 touchdowns, the Jaguars are playing well, he's got some two-minute drill. Like, he has to do that because for some reason he's got no buzz going into the season. No buzz, none. Because right now we've, we, have, we have evidence of him playing games and no one can even come down and say he was disappointing. Right? With Zach Wilson, he, people say, hey, I thought Zach Wilson was fine. Oh, Zach Wilson, oh, he didn't make this story, he didn't make this story, he was terrible. Uh, what about Jordan Love? Oh, Jordan Love was terrible. He had one good drive. No, Jordan Love did good things. Trevor Lawrence, it's, uh, yeah, okay. How are you down the middle on this guy? How does nobody care? And it doesn't matter that he doesn't seek the spotlight. There are plenty of athletes that don't seek the spotlight that we still wind up talking about a lot. And unless Trevor Lawrence starts out big, he's going to be forgettable pretty easily because the NFL, there's other things that that sucks up attention and time and what we want to talk about. And the fact that he's not a story now after week one where, where, where all the quarterbacks played and all the rookie quarterbacks played, that tells you that he's got an uphill battle that's only going to be solved on the field, right? Now, granted, can you be a star if you don't start out on the field a star? It's difficult. But look at a guy like Baker Mayfield, right? He came out and he had a pretty decent rookie year, but the guy's a star because not only does he play well, he keeps himself in the headlines. People talk about him. Even last year, we didn't really say anything. Doesn't matter. We still talked about Baker Mayfield. There's certain guys that just have that it factor about them. And and for Trevor Lawrence, the it factor about him has got to be, does he do well on the field? Is he going to be a fantasy-type quarterback that puts up a ton of numbers? Because if that's the case, we'll all pay attention. If not, Trevor Lawrence isn't going to be a superstar. Because what's happening now, like the Giants season, defies explanation. Yeah, I think when you look at the situation with Lawrence is you have two years of huge headlines and wins and expectations. And if you read any reviews of him coming into the draft, any prospectus, did anybody have anything really negative to say about him? No. So it's no. just, all right, he's going to go and he's going to perform. And then he... Did fine in week one. Nothing to write home about. Nothing that you were going to litter the highlight reels with, right? Every uh, every one of the other quarterbacks had some big, my God, moment. 
whether the coverage was any good or not, see San Francisco or Chicago uh, for the touchdown throws. <laughs> Still, I, I did a, a bit with a guy in Chicago today, and he was asking, I go, have you seen a, a receiver more wide open that wasn't a trick play? I mean, <laughs> he was standing by himself, and now everybody wants to bow to the altar of Justin Fields. I'm not saying the guy won't be great. I think there's a lot of lot of good, but, you know, basing, oh, he's got to start now because of that throw is, is asinine, whereas Trevor Lawrence didn't have one of those, right? Your guy, Zach Wilson, we talked about it yesterday. Everybody that reviews film cut up three or four throws from him to say, Look, he's got the arm strength, and he's getting his timing, and all of this is going to work. And he's a jet, right, where history is not kind. And so there's always just this buzz of, all right, is it the next guy or is it the next guy when it comes to a Jets quarterback? So that wins. He's down in Jacksonville. Everybody expects him to be great. There was nothing to hate in week one on the – the practice field and in the exhibition world. And again, it's Jacksonville. So it, it flows out of, out of consciousness to a degree. And if they get out of the gate and they win a few games, right, they're, they're one of those darling dark horse candidates because of the division, right? You throw Houston off, which will be interesting to watch what they field and how they progress. But Indianapolis still waiting, you know, as much as they say Wentz and Nelson will be ready. That'll be a huge determinant of their early season success or failure. And then you've got Tennessee where I've been banging the drum for Ryan Tannehill and everybody tells me I'm an idiot. And now all of a sudden it's like, why don't we talk about Ryan Tannehill more? It's like, no, but you're an idiot. Come on. Exactly. See, like that? Oh, so now okay, everybody's okay, kind of jumped on board that bandwagon. But, right. you know, they bring in Julio Jones and there's excitement. But Jacksonville becomes the, hey. If things aren't 100% in Indianapolis, if Jacob Eason isn't the guy, blah, 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 then why not them? And if that becomes the case, you know, after a quarter of the season and they've got a couple of wins, Urban Meyer is going to be the story. It won't even be Trevor Lawrence unless mm. he throws 15 touchdown passes. Why? Because Urban Meyer is the lightning rod. You know, mm. it's, it's like Tebow. There's a love-hate thing going on there. It is a weird formula that you have to figure out to be a star and be someone who cuts through. And, and Trevor Lawrence, it should be right there for him, and it's not, and it really is baffling. It really but it's is. like us. I mean, we don't do enough hot take nonsense. Oh, I mean, that's we true. should just yeah, yeah. shout mm-hmm. all we want, man. You know? Ah, all right. You're an idiot. Like that? Like that's what we, that's what we should do? Well, but that's just it. And scream okay. at each other and, yeah, you're and an make idiot. asinine statements and yeah. on and on and on. Hey, you like the Titans, right? Remember the Titans, yeah. No, no, no. I mean, the Titans is a team. You like Ryan Tannehill, right? Oh, of course. Uh, you're an fan. idiot. I like that. I kind of like that. How dare that. you? I How dare like you that. talk to I me like this on national radio and like try that. to demean me in front of like all that. of my millions of adoring fans? <laughs> <laughs> you think Ryan Tannehill's good, right? I think he's got great potential to be the number one man this year, overtaking Mahomes, overtaking Allen, and overtaking Aaron Rodgers. Take that. Oh, you're an idiot. Oh, I kind of like that. No, I kind of no, like doing good. that. I think I, that's kind of fun. I don't think I sold that well I enough. Did. <laughs> but you know why? Because you're an idiot. That's yeah, why. I, know. I, I, did, yeah. I didn't believe that 100%, and I, I think I was too transparent in trying to make that argument. No, but either way, okay. uh, uh, I, I think we need to do more of that and more hot take nonsense. Yeah, and if you weren't an idiot, star you will rise, and then we'll get Trevor Lawrence it. to do the same. If you weren't an idiot, you would have sold it better. No, that's, that's a fair point. That's, that, that's on me.
Finding the perfect hire can feel like searching for a needle in a bottomless haystack of resumes. Indeed makes hiring fast and simple with 135 skills tests to help candidates prove they have the experience your job requires. Their powerful hiring platform even helps you schedule and conduct video interviews right on their site, which is probably why Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to Talent Nest. To learn more about finding your next great hire, visit Indeed.com slash credit. That's Indeed.com slash credit. Coming up next, when Major League Baseball play-by-play men and analysts say things they really shouldn't say and then have to apologize for it before the game is over. Ooh, boy. Do we got a story for you coming up next right here? Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, 
the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Sometimes when you talk for a living, not everything you say is going to be great. Believe me, I know. Oh, sometimes when you talk for a living, you say things that, boy, you say, I'd like to take that back. I'm going to eat that ass up. And then <laughs> give daddy a kiss. <laughs> I've had sex with him like 50, 60 times on camera. On camera. On camera. None of that I'll take back. But then again, I wasn't Jack Morris. Now, Jack Morris, look, we all know him as the Hall of Fame pitcher uh, with the Tigers, twins throughout his Major League Baseball career. Now he is a game analyst for the Tigers in Bally Sports. He apologized to viewers during the ninth inning of the Tigers game against the Angels when Shohei Otani came up to the plate in the ninth. Earlier in the game, Otani was coming up in a situation which was going to be two-out runner at second, and the play-by-play man, Matt Shepard, asked Jack Morris how you would pitch and what strategy you would use against Shohei Otani. Uh, you're going to hear how Jack Morris responded, and then you're going to hear his apology coming up a little bit later. Go ahead. Now what do you do with Shohei Otani? Be very, better careful. Well, folks, uh... Shohei Otani has come to the plate and it's been brought to my attention and I sincerely apologize if I offended anybody, especially anybody in the Asian community for what I said about pitching and being careful to uh, Jose, or Shohei Otani. I did not intend for any offensive thing and I apologize if I did. Certainly respect and have the utmost respect for this guy. Don't blame a pitcher for walking. All right, so there's Jack Morris again. You heard him uh, with his line, and then he gave the apology. Uh, certain things that when you talk for a living, right, because this, this is what we do, right? We all talk for a living. And uh, the old philosophy of when you try to be funny, 20% of what you do is going to be really funny. 60% is going to be okay, and 20% is going to be, oh, man, that was terrible. Now, obviously, this 20% falls at the feet of Jack Morris with that was terrible, where hmm, maybe using an Asian inflection to when, an, when a player of Asian descent is coming up to, to bat in a game might not be the greatest thing to do. And I get that he thought what he was saying was funny, and I'm just going to do this and ha-ha, and didn't see how it was going to go. Right? So now he does the right thing by apologizing later on but again I always have an issue when someone says I apologize if I offended you and that was twice in his apology he said if I offended anyone I'm sorry right so I can always tell when someone really is sorry for what they did and when hey you know I guess I have to apologize because if I offended you well then you know it's really not my fault if you took offense to it but listen let's hear it again you hear it twice again you hear Jack Morris twice again say if I offended anybody go ahead now what do you do with Shohei Otani? Be very, better careful. Well, Shohei Otani has come to the plate and it's been brought to my attention and I sincerely 
apologize if I offended anybody, especially anybody in the Asian community, for what I said about pitching and being careful to uh, Jose, or Shohei Otani. I did not intend for any offensive thing, and I apologize if I did. Certainly respect and have the utmost respect for this guy. Don't blame a pitcher for walking. Good rule of thumb when you're trying to apologize, don't say if. Don't say if I offended. Just say I am sorry. I did not. Uh, I, that what I said was not what I intended. I apologize. Just say you're sorry. Because when you tell me three times in the apology, I sincerely apologize if I offended anybody, especially in the Asian community. I did not intend for that, and I apologize if I did. Don't give me the if. Because when when you give me the if, you tell me that's not sincere. You tell me that it's something that uh, producers made you do, that there's, you know, you're fearing backlash, get on the air and just say something, apologize to make it go away. When you say, if I did, I immediately doubt your sincerity. Because listen, for Jack Morris, if he, if he says what he says about Otani, that's a brain cramp, idiot. Do you realize what you said? You know what? That's my fault. I apologize. Just say I apologize. Don't say if I offended anybody. Because again, I, I don't take you sincere. I just take you as... <laughs> What I said wasn't that big a deal, but people are telling me it's a big deal. So, hey, I got to apologize. Just, t- just say you're sorry. It's impossible for when they're apologizing. Just say you're sorry. That's it. That's it. You don't need, there doesn't need to be any extenuating circumstances. If you want people to believe you are genuine and sincere, don't say if. And he said it two times in the span of one paragraph of apologizing. Yeah, the curiosity, right? When I first read the that the incident occurred without hearing it, it's like, all right, what what did he do? Like in in terms of you know impression or accent or whatever, just trying to to wrap your head around, okay, what what's he coming at? Like that that's not a reference to a you know movie, TV, whatever that just landed badly. It just really doesn't make much sense and. And obviously is going to be interpreted as it was. So to your point, you know, unless you're going to go deep into intent of, hey, here's what I was thinking, uh, which probably doesn't get you any better. Uh, saying the if I offended you, you know, you're not quite doubling down, but you're also caveating out of, you know, let, let's examine this. Like, all right, if you want to examine it, do it. But, you know, once you get into apology mode, just apologize move forward if you need to talk to Shohei afterward, you know, just to, you know, because word will get back to the clubhouse or whatever, then do that. But, yeah, the the apology doesn't really resonate as a strong uh, realization of what occurred here. And, and it's rule number, you know, one of the first rules here. Obviously, we have the words we can't say, mm-hmm. the the acts we cannot describe, uh, in grand detail, and you have to be careful with your wording there. You know, it's not just in, in satellite radio of open mouth say things and they just say, hey, you know, I was just trying to be funny. It, it doesn't work. You, you, words have meaning, uh, and, uh, you know, you certainly have to be attentive uh, to what your intent is. If he had just said he was sorry, okay, right? This is something that happens, you, it, and we move on. But really, I mean, when you, you you can't make the apology leave an open door, and that's kind of that's kind of what happens when you say if I offended anyone, uh, you can't say it. Say, listen, I'm so, I'm sorry, you know, and, and 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 that was me, and I shouldn't have said it the way I did. I was trying to make a joke. I thought what I said was funny, and it wasn't, and I apologize for that. Say I apologize. 
Just say I apologize. I want, but but because because when I hear the if, it's like I want to get out there that hey, you and I both know that what I said wasn't that big a deal, right? So I'm kind of have to. You understand? I kind of have to apologize for this, right? So, but you understand it really wasn't that big a deal. But I'm going to apologize because you know when you're told to, or you want to, you make things stop from being a thing. Well, then I'll apologize because that's kind that's what I see with Jack Morris. And had he just said he was sorry, it would have been something that was a headline here, and then it's going to go and. Now it's if I offended anyone, that's the magic words where I immediately I, I tune out and go, OK, yeah, you're not sincere. Yeah. I mean, originally, like I said, uh, you know, not having heard the audio and the whatever that was, uh, I, I read it and I was like, you know, we play my stuttering and terrible uh, porky pig moment from one of our first shows here. So I immediately read it like an Elmer Fudd, you know, be very, very, you know, quiet, you know, that, that thing as he's stalking in, in the forest. But clearly that was not the intent here. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, it, or it was a, an impression gone terribly wrong uh, in that regard. Whatever the case may be, brought to his attention via phone calls, via emails, via whatever, you know, the feedback they got in the booth, uh, address it apologize and and move forward uh in you know certainly don't you brought more attention to it by wording it as, as you you say you know as as we heard uh that you know as soon as you start throwing out the caveats and the ifs and buts and whatever else uh it loses any of its thrust of sincerity yeah i i mean really i mean now now this is going to be a thing and now we see how this unfolds over the course of the next few hours but it's really easy it's just, just say sorry. The, the, sometimes the lesser said, the better, right? And, and I get that, when, look, you talk for a living. You want to fill time. In fact, I, I need to keep talking and keep saying things. Sometimes, hey, I'm done. I'm sorry. And that's it. Okay. All right. There we go. Okay. And, you, and, and then it can be parsed out however it is. There's going to be people who are upset. There's going to be people who are going to come down on the other side of it and go, it wasn't that big a deal. But you've done your part. That's all. Just do, do your part. And sometimes less is more. When you speak for a living, sometimes less is more. That's it. That's the bottom line. Brevity is the soul of wit, as they say. Sir, I'd like to yeah. spank your bald head and lick it. <laughs> what? Well, I mean, there, there is, yeah, okay. Oh, Unfortunate boy. phraseology. Yep. Of course, that was quoting a movie, for those yeah. unaware. Yeah, no, that goes that back is, to yes. the film Tapeheads. Yeah, yeah, because no, not a lot of people have seen that movie, so you want to make sure that you, uh, you get that in there. I'm they celebrate. Ass, well, there's that too. Uh, <laughs> they celebrate the entirety of the catalog of John Cusack. <laughs> Twitter it out about a fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith show with Mike Carmen. Now, let me say this because you just heard uh, Brian Fenley talk about it. Jamal Adams is now officially a Seahawk for yeah. the next four years, in theory. Four years, $70 million contract extension, $38 million guaranteed. He is now the highest paid safety in the National Football League. I'm happy for the guy. He's overrated, but I'm happy for the guy. He got paid when I wouldn't pay a safety $18 million a year, but I'm happy for the guy. I really am. He's blocked me on Twitter. It doesn't matter. I'm happy for the guy. But 
when the Jets traded him, he was a player that was never going to be happy. And he's still not going to be happy with the Seahawks. He'll be happy for a little while, but something will come up, whether he's not going to get his stats, whether somebody else will get paid more money than him. It's just kind of who Jamal Adams is. There's always something going on with him, and it's going to continue. It's not Suddenly when you get paid, it doesn't mean, hey, everything goes away, and now, and now it's great. Something is going to happen because that's just who the player is now for four years in the NFL. But I can't pay a safety that kind of money. It's great the Seahawks had the cash to do that, and I, 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 I know that they're sitting back going, oof, we just really just continued on that, that uh, hey, all we do is have great defensive players. It's been a long time since they had great defensive players. Like Legion of Boom is so long ago. And now, hey, we gave Jamal Adams this money because we gave up a lot to get him, and now we're keeping him for a while. Hey, he's the best box safety in the NFL, and now we can hang our hat on him and say, see, here's the next of the great defensive players in Seattle Seahawks history and part of Pete Carroll's legacy can continue to go on. I get it, but he's a safety, and I'm glad we're not paying a safety $18 million a year. Can't do it. It's not a position that you can afford to do that with when so many other guys have to get paid. What are the Seahawks going to do on their offensive line now? Because you know Russell Wilson wants a certain particular offensive lineman to get paid. You got enough money for him? It's difficult, right? And plus, you paid a guy who is a great safety when you talk about what he does at the line of scrimmage in the backfield. Yes, he's got sacks, tackles for loss. Everywhere I've looked the last couple of days, people say, but his tax and his tackles, his sacks and his tackles for loss and all these things are so great, so great. Yeah, also, he was part of a secondary that was the second worst secondary in the NFL last year. The only team that was worse than them defending against the pass was the Falcons. Okay, so quit with, oh, Jamal Adams is this transformational. No, half the game is defending the pass, and you know what? They were awful at it. As a unit, they were awful at it. You would think that he would make them better, but he hasn't. Right? He's a guy that can play, do a very specific thing and do it very well. He's a safety that can play up in the box and can create havoc in the backfield and can get to the quarterback. The guy wanted to get paid as a, as a linebacker. Well, I want you, I really, I line up as a linebacker. I'm not really a safety. I'm a linebacker. You got to pay me as such. Um, yes. Yeah, So when you look at Jamal Adams, as good as he is at doing certain things, he's not a complete player, and he plays safety. I'm happy for the guy, but he's overrated, and I'm glad I don't have to pay him. Well, I just like that you created a new category called sackless. (laughs) Sackles. Sackles and tackles and tacks. Exactly. Sackles and tacks. Merge those together. Sackles. Uh, How many sackles do you have? That's pretty good. Sackles and tackles for loss. Sackles. I got to tweet that out there so we can can, uh, uh, patent that right now. Yeah, we could put that on T-shirts this weekend. Uh, Look, when it comes down to it, salary cap will rise. Uh, you're trying to do a solid for a guy you need to perform at a high level this year. He was one of your two line items you need to take care of. And obviously, Dwayne Brown, uh, they need to figure out. Russell Wilson endorsed the move, went on social media, uh, talking all the greatness that comes from here. But now it's a, all right, we need to address this other because you need to keep Russell Wilson upright. I I don't think we'll harp on uh, any position more in the National Football League than the need to have five guys uh, that can do the job and keep quarterbacks upright uh and certainly for russell wilson that is one big 
push from last year. For Jamal Adams, salary gap will go up over the next couple of years. It'll be well absorbed. Someone will also get the money, and, and maybe that'll be an issue. But you know what? They, they're looking to get two to three good years out of him before it becomes an issue again. Uh, make, make that money. Again, it ain't mine. So uh, as long as there's enough still in the pot to go get Dwayne Brown taken care of, uh, it's all good. If that's a problem, well, then, then they failed miserably. And I'll be the first one to wag my finger at them. There it is. I just put it out there on Twitter, sackles. So now we get, we get credit for that if that I becomes that. a new defensive category. I led the league in sackles. What's that? Oh, it's, it's sacks and tackles for loss. Oh, well, I mean, we oh, keep God, adding everything else, yeah. right? Why sackles. Not? Sackles. That's a new word. I, let me make sure that's not a word. Hang on. Sackles. Sackles, sackles. Be careful if you're on sackles, a work computer. Sackles. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Sackle. Urban Dictionary. In American football, hang on. Hang on. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Hang on. In this goes back to 2005. In American football, tackling a position player behind the line of scrimmage incurring a loss of yardage. Oh, well, that's different from mine. That's different from Sackles. That's different. I, I, I just made it better. It's like the modified Stableford scoring system, right? Like in golf, if the Stableford scoring system was so good, they would just use it, but use the modified Stableford scoring system because they had to make it better. So that's the that's modified Sackles. There we there go. There you go. There we go. Game and uh, apparently there's a very famous person that has an MBA that lives in Denver named Molly Sackles. So, okay, Hi, so Molly. She, she might come after me. All right, but that's okay. We, we got a patent pen. We got it. We're patent. We're good. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome. Coming up next, Major League. I'm sorry. Coming up next, the National Football League versus the NBA on Christmas Day. What the NBA has that the NFL doesn't. It's next on Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it, Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans. The chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Yeah, buddy. Finish strong. Uh, The NBA schedule came out today. The Lakers are still working out players who are over 30. It's awesome. They worked out Isaiah Thomas, Nick Collison. Oh, it's great. They worked out IT4 again. Uh, But the NBA schedule came out today, and we saw the Christmas Day schedule, which is what everybody's paying attention to, what it looks like opening night. And clearly, there's a lot of interest in, hey, Christmas Day, we have two NFL games. Uh, You got the Browns and the Packers, which is going to be Baker Mayfield and Aaron Rodgers. That's going to get all the viewers during the day. Then at night, all right, we have the Colts and the Cardinals up against the Lakers and the Nets. Hmm, I wonder what more people are going to watch. But this is the big takeaway from the NBA schedule. This is what the NBA does, and they really do it well. And it's really smart, and they figured out a way to make the first two months of the season great. Because every sport, whether it's Major League Baseball, the NFL, there's opening day, right? And then we're into the season, right? Opening day is great, and then we're into the season. NFL, it's opening day, and then we're into the season. What the NBA does 
is they don't have opening night. They have opening two months because from the beginning of November until Christmas Day, that's opening two months of the NBA because every night on the schedule, there is some matchup that is a must-see matchup. Whether it is, hey, tonight, oh, you know what, tonight, tonight's first Lakers Clippers. Oh, tonight is uh, the Jazz and the Nuggets. Oh, my God, what a game that's going to be. Oh, tonight is the Sixers and the Bucks. There's always something big. It's the Nets and the Hawks. Every night, the NBA does this. Every night is opening night. There's always something marquee from Monday through Friday. uh, Because, look, Saturdays during the fall, obviously the end of October into December, you have college football on Saturday, the NFL on Sunday. That gets all the attention. But Monday through Friday, hey, hey, the NBA has got some must-see games, man. And sometimes it's Damian Lillard against uh, against the Nets. Oh, man, we got to see that. There's always something. It's like opening two months for the National Basketball Association because it's like, well, this is a big one tonight. This is a big one tonight. It's another big one. Every night we have it. And that's what the NBA does. They really take advantage of the beginning of their season where other sports, hey, we get into it and we start and we get the pageantry. We look ahead to opening day. Then it's about the games, right? Then it doesn't matter about opening day anymore. You're worried about your team and where they are. But during the week when the stars come out Monday through Friday, boy, the NBA takes huge advantage of that. Well, more national television windows, more young stars that you're trying to promote, right? As we've talked about for forever, 40 years going back to Magic Johnson entry to the league with Larry Bird. It's been star-driven. You can argue even before that, even if it was on tape delay, you were still selling the stars and the individuals. And that's certainly what you're doing here with a lot of the new blood coming in, your love of the Detroit Pistons and that tattoo you're working on, which has been also... At, it's it's a Pistons White Castle merge. It's kind of weird, uh, but it's kind of <laughs> cool. But it, just the idea that you, you know you've got all of these over time with baseball, you you have it locally, right? Where it's oh, it's opening day when you're on the road, and then the pageantry when you're at home, or vice versa. However that works, so you can stretch it out for two two weeks. With the NFL, it's all the pageantry of that opening weekend, and again, first home games for this year, a couple of openings of new stadiums. Uh, but yeah, Christmas Day. NFL is going to win, even if you don't like the second game, even if it's not one that stands out for you. Betting, fantasy, daily fantasy, and all of those good things, in-game betting, uh, will have your attention. But I I love the fact that we've got the two leagues taking full advantage of everybody sitting around after gluttonizing all day and watching TV together. It's a beautiful thing. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike gets swollen dome. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Our best of podcast goes up in about 10 minutes on iTunes, the iHeartRadio app, wherever you listen to podcasts. Oh. Download it, subscribe to us, rate us. We'll love you forever and ever and ever. For Mike, I'm Jason. My buddy, Ben Maller, coming up next. This is Fox Jets, yo. J.R. Smith's huge boner. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at First, first Listen. listen. 
This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge Podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 